Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Genuine Wrestle Boys. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Ethan. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. And uh, we're going to talk about wrestling, so that's what we do here. And wrestling-related things. Yeah. So Sunday, No Mercy happened. That was a pay-per-view. It was a pay-per-view, and I thought it was a pretty dang good one. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Wasn't I, a whole lot of stinker. I mostly no. enjoyed it. Yeah. The stinkers were real stinker. Yeah. I feel it was underwhelming from the build and the lineup. But we can get to that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's so start with the starts. Yeah. Uh, did anyone pre-show watch? Pre-show match. Did oh, anyone watch. watch Elias against Apollo? It was a pre-show match. Yeah, okay. That's all you not, need to know. Yeah. All right. I did not know that. Apollo Crews is really good and very underutilized, but also like when his first gimmick was I Smile. <laughs> it's just not gonna be. Yeah, that's I called it way too early. Yeah. Hey guys, look at me. I'm happy. <laughs> nice man. Do you do anything else? No. No. You that's do standing moonsault is really good. You could do a standing moonsault into a standing 450. Yeah. Like hits the moonsault, jumps up, standing 450. Uha Nation was sick. And he's <laughs> gigantic and still can do that. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, the first match of the night was uh, the Miss against Jason Jordan. Um, to me, this one seemed like a raw match, mm-hmm. especially with the way it ended. Um, the Mistrage got involved. He got the best of Bo Dallas, but then Curtis Axel hit him with that little forearm right into the um, um, skull crushing finale. Mm-hmm. And so, I think if I don't, it seems like if if I there's no other way I would have imagined this match going. I feel like it's like you have the Mistrage there. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, I don't think. Jason Jordan's on a pretty good trajectory. I don't think giving him the title would really aid him that much more. And I think if the I Miz, feel it hurt him. Yeah, you think so? I, well, I think it would definitely hurt the Miz to lose the title because then there's not that sort of thing binding him. Because he doesn't wrestle all that often. I mean, unless he started wrestling more often. But I mean, if he didn't I, have the title, I think that he should start wrestling more often. I would like, like to. I think he's, being, he's being underutilized too. Like I think we'll get into the Miz in a bit because yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot to say about him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but yeah, the match was cool. Started yeah. off the night good. Jason Jordan's cool. I was yeah. pretty the amazed. The crowd by... really didn't like when he had that promo at the end. No, they really didn't. <laughs> like the oh. crowd gave the Miz a huge baby face reaction mm-hmm. too. Like when his music like kicked off the show. I came to people play. People were like real stoked for yeah. it. Like that was one of the biggest baby face reactions he's I think, got. Uh, There's actually Miz chants, which like you never hear. Yeah. And like never in a million years did you think you would ever hear for the Miz. But since his run when he went to SmackDown Live. Um, and did the talking smack things and kind of stepped up his character, had that run with um, Ambrose, had the run with Ziggler, and then with Cena and when he got moved to Raw. Or after he got moved, before he got moved to Raw, then moved to Raw. It's like, dude's been on another level for like the last like yeah. years. Yeah. He's, had the, half. Like, he's had the IC title for like two-thirds of the last year, pretty much. <clears throat> like, And has been like the best thing for that belt. Yeah, mm-hmm. saying something because I remember when I first started like getting back into wrestling, people would make jokes about the Miz, like, you know, being the next one probably to be cut and stuff like that. And like right after that, he just he's stepped it up. He has. And somebody that used to really just hate the Miz, mm-hmm. and not just in mm-hmm. a heel level, just like on a go away on a personal level, on an Xbox level. You hated him. Yeah, that term is so annoying. bad because one, two, three kid was so good. Yeah, <laughs> he's still really good. But yes, they call it X Pac Heat, go away heat. As in, you are mad that he's on your screen and on there, mm-hmm. not just mad because you don't like his character. That yeah. was the miss for me. Not anymore. Enjoy his work. Well, that's because uh, someone took his spot. His name's Enzo. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, the next match, Finn Balor as a human against Bray Wyatt. Apparently he's a god as now. A god, He was man. pretending to be a human, but you guys, he deceived everyone, and he was actually a god. Yeah. And then lost. Hey, man, you may be a man, man, but I'm a god, man. I didn't know, like, cult leader, the next logical step was uh, a god. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I just that, no, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, no, that's pretty typical with cult leaders. Yeah, that makes sense. They usually die before they get to that point. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, very ego. Match driven. was the best Bray Wyatt pay per view match since, like, Hell in a Cell 2015. It was a good match. Yeah. yeah. No, it was the best Bray Wyatt pay per view match in a very long time. Ben Balor worked his ass off. Bray Wyatt worked <laughs> his ass off. Uh, no weird, spooky things on the uh, canvas. Good old wrestling. Just a good wrestling match. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor coming out on top. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And they are going to be continuing that feud. Which is real weird. I don't know. From weird. what I understand, it might be pretty cool. I hope so. I uh, yeah, what's, what do you understand? That heard I heard some rumors. Let's just say that some people may have become quote-unquote free agents. Mm. And a certain family might be getting back together. Oh! oh. Finally. But Jesus. then also a certain club might be getting back together Ooh. for some... Sam's Club? Sam's Club yeah, is Sam's reopening. Club. Yeah. <laughs> CW, oh, CWI, go to hell. <laughs> well, I like that plan. That it, sounds... If, like the, it, if it goes cool. down that direction, and we haven't really seen too much of Gallows and Anderson lately, yeah. but a lot of brethren picks with Finn... And Carl Anderson and Gallows. Yeah. And so... And they kind of, in that... Uh, was Battle Royal. Like, Battle Royal, they, they were teaming up. They were yeah. throwing up the two-sweet almost. And so I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. It'd be a good utilization of six guys, and they can elevate the Vintner, Luke Harper, Gallows, and Anderson. Yeah. Um, by using pretty much Finn Balor's star power. Yeah. And, and a little bit of Bray Wyatt. And I wish they had a six-man tag belt, WWE, just for this <laughs> yeah. right here. And if we're getting into the future a little bit... If the Bullet Club against the Shield, that'd be sick. That would. Yes. That'd be sick. Yeah, it would be really fucking sick. Speaking of the Shield, oh yeah, that is next. So this is my favorite wrestling match in such a long time. Um, a tag team: Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins against Cesaro and Sheamus. Boyfriends versus bar friends. The boyfriends took it. <laughs> Debar. <laughs> We you know Chester said the bar. We are the bar. The bar. Like, I like how like they like their like accents. Sideways thumbs up. No, their accents like kind of mesh together and like yeah. start talking like pirates. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I viewed this match from like a film or like a literary perspective, and like from a storytelling standpoint, it was perfect. It was really cool. Like every so many little things mattered. Like. And, and Dean fucking killed it. I compared it to Die Hard because yeah. that movie is a perfect action film. Um, and I'm not kidding when I say that. Like, so many little things happen in that. And then Dean Ambrose took a beating just like John McClane. Uh-huh. Dean Ambrose dialed down the thing I dislike most about him in these tag matches is when he's making that effort to look like he's trying to tag Seth Rollins. It's the most over-the-top, like, mm-hmm. he's walking through mud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like... In this match, he was a little more, like, getting the shit kicked out of him for the most yeah. part, and then he would just, like, go hog wild and then get to the tag. I love Dean selling in that match. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he used sold. one arm, like, the half of the match, he, and it was so he, good. Was, the whole time his arm was hurt, he would try to use it and be like, ah. I mean, he could power through some stuff, so it was kind of more, like, real life. Yeah. And so it wasn't, like, over the top, like, ah, my arm. It was just, like, he always was holding it close, was holding it lower, like, just little things like that. Kind of show like that Dean right now gives a shit. Yeah. And when Dean gives a shit, he is really good. Little things make wrestler, good wrestlers great. Yeah. That match made yeah. every single person in that match yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah. I haven't like seen Dean in a like version of him that I've enjoyed since I started watching wrestling again. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, I get it. Finally. Yeah. Like, which, and I don't know about you guys, but when they were push, putting Dean and Seth back together, I, I was not expecting anything to come out of that. That was yeah. cool. I, I did just because I loved the shield. Yeah. But um, I was like thinking, okay, it'll be kind of a watered-down thing, but um, especially in the feud with Sheamus and Cesaro. It, they're just so good together. It's four guys who may not be by themselves an A, we'll say an A level. Mm-hmm. But they are very, very, very strong B level. They are like not they're not first segment guys they're like the next segment but they're the two segment cha- like the two segment match they're going to go out there they're going to be compelling together and mm-hmm. so when you have that kind of stuff it's really good and it's yeah. four guys who are i think trying to push each other yeah and like hey you know we deserve a good spotlight on everything too yeah and i feel like now they're like almost perfectly evenly matched kind of like the new day and usos are now like it just they're 
they work together so well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think slowly the tag division on both sides, the red mm-hmm. and blue brand, it's they're both coming up and they're both having some awesome matches. They're both the best matches on the pay per views that they're on. It's like, yeah. damn, it's weird it's to kind good. of it's weird to be like. I kind of want this rivalry to keep going. It's yeah. it's weird for me to like Sheamus. Yeah, but no, he's fuck. he's yeah. good at what he does. He does. Yeah. The only time I ever thought I'd like Sheamus is if he left WWE and <laughs> went to New Japan, was in the never open weight like division. He like, just, yeah, he'd be pretty great. Just punching Masanori Suzuki in the face of Masanori Suzuki, punching him right back in the yeah. face. Okay. Also, we have to talk about Cesaro's of mouth. Of course. Oh. But, so what I thought what I thought had happened was that yeah. he took teeth yep. to the, the the fucking the ring post. Ring post. I was like, belt buckle. I thought, I thought um, uh, I didn't see the blood until yeah, after he, it took yeah. the super kick. I'm like, oh fuck, Seth just kicked his teeth. I thought they fell out. They went up. Yeah. Into yeah. his fucking mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He did it to himself. I'm sure it was an accident, but because he sold that who was that Dean? Dean that hit him? Like that catapult. He yeah. sold that so well. I felt so bad because, like, especially on a catapult, like literally the fakest wrestling move yeah. besides yeah. an Irish whip. Yeah, like and, I felt like I was watching The Rock. And just <laughs> yeah, you, you could tell it was like a centimeter that he was off. Like just jumped a centimeter too far, which was just enough to hit his teeth yeah. on the like metal a repost. fucking showman. He made sure he found the camera and smiled. And he showed that I know. bloody yep. mess off. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He, the way great. he handled that was flawless. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, he's done. It makes sense for him to be out of the match. Fuck no. He came in. Like, he tagged in two more times. God, his face was just covered in his own blood, like, by the end. Yeah. It was just from small amounts coming out of his mouth, like, throughout the match. And this is something that is maybe the, maybe a more controversial opinion but I'll just go ahead and I'll be the guy that says it. Sometimes blood can really enhance a match. And oh, I are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. yeah, I love I'm that like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because like sometimes like you don't want guys to be in there slicing and dicing, going with some hardcore yeah. stuff. Yeah. But when you get juice like that the hard way, and then he looks at the camera, it's like, God damn it. Like, it's like we got ourselves a, a fucking match. We got ourselves a fight. Like This yeah. guy's losing teeth. Yeah. This guy's bloody, and he's still in there doing every single thing in position with everything. Yeah. yeah. Cesaro, but, you are a fucking I don't want man. guys to blade like ever anymore, but when it happens hard way, like, yeah. I'm, I'm for it. Like... But even if that didn't happen, that match would have been just as good. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's what, because, like, that's what I feel like a lot of blood was used for, was, like, to make the match the seem to hit, well, Yeah, to hit that next level. Yeah. But, but then next thing you know, you have Eddie Guerrero and JBL. Oh, my God. So it makes me, like, sick to yeah. think about that. Makes now. me, like, kind of, like, cringe, like, <laughs> All right, great match though. Seth Rollins also, I think we underplayed him. He's been doing great in this role in the tag team because mm-hmm. he can come in. He hits his high spots. He hits everything he does really well. Yeah, and, and they they kind of always give him that spot too, where he comes in and just starts fucking coming in like coming in like a wrecking ball. He gets yeah. that. He gets that. Uh, that fucking hot tag. That Rock and Roll Express hot tag after yeah. Dean gets a, a great job of selling and he's flying everywhere because he has the exciting moves and as a, finally as a baby face he can like do all of them yeah. and it's like fuck yeah, yeah this that's is super sick. cool and he's getting better at doing the rain trigger yeah <laughs> Jesus. It, it's it's a better move like into the, the, the DDT the, the dirty deeds yeah the dirty deeds like those two together is really good I like that setup because it's like he hits his finish boom right into his other finish so yeah. it's like double finish this guy's yeah. done I'm pretty sure it was Seamus that took it I yes. think but like he, I could tell that Seamus got confused for like half a second on which way he's supposed to turn, turn <laughs> off of the off, on the ripcord on the ripcord yeah. but then still got also, it also the uh, white noise into the power bomb oh, on top yeah. of it that oh, was so, so sick how somebody kicked out of that is like ridiculous when Dean Ambrose kicked out of that I was, that's when I was like fuck this is the match of the night for me yeah. yep it was so good um, next match was the women's five way. Fatal five way. Um, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, the return of Bailey, Nia Jax, and Emma. Um, it was entertaining. It was good. It was good for, for a five person match. They got a lot of really cool stuff in. That, mm. The match was designed to help shield Nia. 
and it did a great job because mm. the spots that she was involved in were awesome because they're able to protect her, able to hold her off. She'd come and take a huge bump like that fucking power, power bomb, bomb on the apron. Double drop kick into a double Jesus. power bomb onto the floor. Makes her look super strong mm. because like everybody's gunning for her anytime they can. She's there cleaning house and then gets taken out. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, but it also makes it so she doesn't have to work this like long like title match. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah, and it also protects Alexa because it makes it like possible for her to like, you know, be in a match against Naya and not have it be so obvious. The size be such an obvious difference. And you can like, tease different things. That's why sometimes the multi-person matches are great because you can tease different things. You can like tease like a, the Bailey Sasha thing. They were teasing that. Loved it. Something fucking fierce. Yeah, and yeah. so ha- sick. Breaking each other's pins up. Oh, like, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And I thought also like I thought Emma did an amazing job because she's a great worker. Oh, hasn't gotten yeah. to showcase it yeah. in such a long time. And yeah. She did some great work. In and that. Like, and then, like, even, like, Corey, who's, like, always down on Emma, um, just from, like, I guess a storyline perspective of, like, how Emma's on Twitter saying these things. He was like, she may be on Twitter doing this, but you know what? She is good in the ring. Yeah. It's like, she gets it done. It's like, fuck yeah. Like, so starting to turn the narrative, saying, said she just is an idiot on Twitter, saying, she may be an idiot on Twitter, but damn, is she good. Yeah, yeah. she's really, it's really good. turning the narrative, and it's kind of slow story buildings, kind of rebuilding Emma from that whole just Emelina just... Uh, I don't even know what to call it. That experiment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you guys think waiting of... Waiting for so long. <laughs> You've been waiting for so long. Gonna wait a little longer. Emelina coming soon. <laughs> What do you guys think of Alexa opinion Bailey? In the- that was dumb, and why bring Bailey back? Just I to know do the yeah. it was exciting yeah. when she came back, and it was like, oh, it's I really thought more that the they same. should have had Alexa pin Naya, but after like everyone destroys Naya, like. Yeah. And because honestly, like, I thought that uh, Emma was in the match to take the pin. I thought so too, but I'm I'm glad she didn't. But it yeah, was why weird to bury Bailey, Bailey like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have some things to say when we talk about Raw about Bailey, but. Um, they're good things. Was it about that? Oh, I was going to say it was about that really awkward fucking promo. I haven't seen well, it. That was seen bad. But no, I guess I'll just say it now. Like, she she came out, she fought Naya, the person who injured her, and was fearless. I thought that was cool. Fearless Bailey. Yeah. Like, she... Nikki's gone. Like, she might as well take it over. <laughs> she was like, she's like, this person put me out of work, and you know what? I'm still going to beat the shit out of her. And she tried. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I like yeah. Bailey. I'm really yeah. Bailey, of course. Yeah, I, I love Bailey, but she's right now dead. Yeah. yeah, I think that is like a tiny step in the right direction that match. But then having her take that pin, yeah, kind of negates it, it helped. So. Yeah, yeah, this match helped, but they need to do a lot more to rehab her. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, the only logical thing in this is going to take a long time. She can't have that title for at least a year and Asuka's got to be the one that's holding it forever and finally the person that beat Asuka needs to be Bailey, but she needs to be an underdog for I like think a that, year that'd first. Be, I think that like Bailey does time. not need to beat Asuka. Yeah. I think that Sasha, she needs to take the title from Sasha. Yeah. Because I think, I would it, be, I think yeah, it needs to be better. heel, a heel Sasha versus a, a baby face. Yeah. Like, finally built up Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no one's gonna have that title for a while once Oscar. Yeah, up, so she, and I'm those okay hype videos get me. Yeah, that's yeah. on my list when of they, things to talk when about. They that was that, so sick. When they revealed that, like that, that it's gonna be a TLC. Like I got I, chills. I was, I was like, real like that. It's not just gonna be like she might show up on Raw or like. I hope she like, doesn't. I hope yeah. she doesn't either. Like, I hope it's like when Shinsuke came into NXT and just was at the TakeOver. And they're like, hey, like, guess who's here? Yeah. Like, he's going to be there at TakeOver. And then that's when he showed up. Like, the entrance was so sick because of it. And I can just imagine, like, Asuka's, like, entrance song and her, like, coming out mm-hmm. to, to challenge whoever. It's like, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. She shouldn't go after the title. Like right off. No, she should beat literally everyone in the division. I want yeah. her to destroy every single person in that division and in the men's division. And yeah. yeah, like I want her to fight Brock or Braun and both and beat them both. Three way. You could match. Yeah. Not even not even a three way match. It would be a one after the other, like like Jericho when he won the she title. Could. Um. Yeah. Oscar rocks. Um. Roman Reigns versus John Cena. 
first half of this match was boring as fuck. Yeah. John Cena was really phoning that in. It was, it, yeah, I was like, is he fucking with Roman Reigns? Cause like, <laughs> I just. I think he was giving him the Triple H WrestleMania treatment, where Triple H is like, "You're gonna have to pull a good match out of me to prove yourself." That's what it felt. Not like. even just. It, it almost was. It was borderline Michaels Hogan uh, 2005 SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah. It was he just. That. He seemed irritated. He was definitely dog dicking him. Like yeah. Just, when like when Cena's pretending to walk out, like, "All right, you guys don't want me here," and then Reigns came up and hit him from the back. The way that Cena was selling that, I was yeah. like. Because Cena, like, in what? other matches, like, like even, like, on SmackDown Love against Shinsuke, he was working. Yeah. And you could tell he had his fucking work shoes on. Against Kevin Owens, he had his fucking work shoes on. He was going. Mm-hmm. All those U.S. Open title matches, he was going. He yeah. was going AJ. Hard. Yeah. Even AJ. Like, he worked harder with Baron Corbin. <laughs> Granted, he was going yeah. over, but I feel like he didn't want to do this job, even though, corporately, he will say, because he bleeds WWE. Yeah. It's like, I was going to do this, this is the right thing to do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, you can tell that he doesn't really think that Roman's the guy. No. That he's ready. Yeah. And he will say it until he's blue in the face, but you could tell by just the way his body language was, by the way, he just wasn't, like, working for him. Yeah. Because I think, I think he put that opportunity out there for Roman to, like, in those promos, to step it up and prove that he actually was, and Roman didn't prove it. So he's like, well... I do think when it was all said and done, they they had a good match. They had a really good match because of the way it was booked. Hmm. Because it was nothing, nothing, like punches and headlocks for like 10 fucking minutes. And then it was big move, big move, lie there. Big move, big move, two count. Big move, big move, lie there. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so it was a very, very WWE, like, main event style. Mm -hmm. They try to be like, oh, watch these big moves. They're going to kick out of them. Yeah, so Reigns pinned Cena. Mm-hmm. After taking four fucking AAs. Yeah. Off the yeah. second rope, too. That yeah. was pretty cool. There's only two other people that have kicked out of a Super AA. AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. There's only one person that's gotten out of the roll-through AA, Shinsuke Nakamura, and now Roman. Yeah. That's good. And then... He did both. Cena sort of... In one match. After the match, I, I figure what he's doing is like, you're not going to see me till Mania. Yeah. He's got to go meet Transformers. Yeah, because he did that. He lingered around the ring, kind of kept looking at the audience and acting yeah. like he's never coming back. Yeah. yeah. They kept comparing it to Taker, and that bothered me because, I mean, yeah. it's not the same. It's not the same. It's, it's I can see the comparison. The same once Mania season comes I out. can see the yeah. comparison where it's like it, there was definitely that tension like dropped after the match. Well, like, he was just, he seemed upset. He did. He, like, did. he didn't seem like he was into it, and he, and he seemed like it was something that he probably, if given the amount of time that he could, uh, that they needed for this feud, yeah. it should have been a three-match series where Cena gets the best out of him two times, yeah. and then Roman finally overcomes, mm-hmm. because what they do with Roman is does not do him any favors in the eyes of fans, because yeah. everybody in the crowd and Cena called it out knows he's the fucking chosen one, he's the anointed one, he's supposed to be the next in line. But by just handing him stuff like this, even after a, a competitive match, it's like, well, shit. Like, yeah, we knew this was gonna happen. Instead of like actually like having him face real adversity, and it, and now they kind of have the what could be a disadvantage of having that sort of kayfabe broken on the Roman thing. Now that it's all really out in the air, that like we know everyone hates Roman, and then they're still booing him. It's like yeah. I don't think that's gonna get better for him. Yeah, and like no, they proved it. Yeah, uh, well. <laughs> There was a picture that was floating around the internet that somebody photoshopped. It was everybody they, they've used to try to endorse Roman Reigns to get him over. Oh, that's what that was. Okay. It was yeah. like Daniel Bryan, John Cena, The Rock, like uh, Hager. They didn't actually have Triple H in there, but it should have been Triple H. Yeah. It should have been Vince. Like, everybody. Yeah. Which sucks, because Roman, pretty good. Yeah. Roman is, like, decent in the ring, especially in these high-level matches, especially when we'll go against somebody like an AJ Styles. But goddamn, like they're not doing him any favors. They're just shoving him too much, and it's like, I mean, let it happen organically. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like the John Cena thing. No, it's not. Because John Cena was organically over first. Yeah. Then the shove. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it worked with him because kids fucking love him, and I think like that's why he needed that moment, even though he's not gonna be. If he, even though he is coming back, even though it might not be for a while, the kids needed to say goodbye. Yeah, when he gave that armband to that kid, like whispered Fuck. something. Oh, in his you ear. mean that headband that was just around his arm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
got big old pythons. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, he's... He's taking a break. He's affecting children. The, the funny is. thing was, is him, like, soaking it in, coming back, rubbing the fucking video board. Yeah. It's like, dude, come on. We know you're like, going to be Also, it's like, I know, at the rumble. It's like, I know you played a Marine, but that salute does not look cool on you, dude. <laughs> Don't do that. He didn't play a Marine. He played the Marine. All right. And now time for the most infuriating match on the card. Oh, my God. Enzo Amore against one of the greatest workers I've seen in a while, Neville. So Neville couldn't pull a three-star match out of Enzo because that'd be impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could pull a better match out of anybody sitting at this table. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed the match watch a lot because I was in the bathroom the whole time. He was. Yeah. Um, he came out to me just being angry. <laughs> um, Enzo hit two moves that whole match. That DDT, oh, that's that's DDT off the rope was and the cool. Di- and the dick kick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that DDT is really cool, and but doesn't make up for having literally no move set. And so he literally got beat up for like, let's say like eight minutes. Neville missed a Phoenix Splash, hit the DDT. Neville cut him off. He goes outside and like was about to get fucking countered out. Grabs the belt, so Neville's like, "Hey, what the hell are you doing?" They stopped the count un- inexplicably at nine. Yeah, like why? That no, should be ten. Just fucking... because he grabbed the belt doesn't mean. Yeah, and the so then they, the ref was focusing his attention on Neville being like, "Hey, what the hell is he doing?" And then he comes in, kicks him in the dick, and wins. Which was so dumb. That's because a slap the in the match... face to every fucking worker that's on two hundred five live. That's like a thousand times better worker than Enzo will ever be. Yeah, yeah. everyone out. There. Even Noam Dar, who I don't think is very good. <laughs> Dude, so like, okay, was it last week on Raw too? The Miz was outright saying like, Raw you got two electric boogaloo. He's like, you got demoted. <laughs> to 205 pretty much he was like he he didn't he didn't speak much for the cruiserweight division and then at the pay-per-view they have neville working his ass off the entire match and still having the energy afterwards being believable enzo looking like he was dead for half of it and then to like just flip it like that and have every guy that's in the cruiserweight division yeah it sucks but is it all because Cause like Enzo's gonna sell the most tickets on the cruiser, and more people like, are watching it, right? It did spike a little bit, but I mean they're trying to get more eyes on it, which I appreciate because I am one of the three people that watch it. <laughs> I think there was four the week that Enzo debuted. <laughs> um, the two five live actually has some really good matches. Yeah. Guys like Rich Swan, guys like Cedric Alexander, Kira Tozawa, Grand Metalik, um, Tony Nese, Drew Gulak. I love all those guys. They're all super talented in the ring. And so Even TJP, who seems like kind of a weird guy. That's a badass kind of style sh- of wrestling. Shit, wrestling's sick. What kind of a shitty guy reads his own fan fiction? Um, he actually has a lot of fans. <laughs> but also, he's very connected with them. But they're all super solid. I mean, guys like Noam Dar and Arier Dabari, like those guys I could care less about. Yeah. Uh, Noam Dar even does like great character work that like <laughs> for that show. Like he does. It's, it's hilarious stuff. Like you need you need like characters. And Brian too. Kendrick's a great character there. Mm-hmm. I He's like, just busy training Rousey right now. Yeah, and then also like Jack Gallagher is a fresh heel. Yeah. Like, there's Rob Lanterman. Rob Lanterman. <laughs> Shout um, out Rob Lanterman. <laughs> Shout out Junior. But um there's a lot of really good talent on there, and having that get slapped in the face sucks. Yeah. And Neville also is like one of the best guys that they have in the company. Yeah. Mm. And so now they're just going to have Enzo with the belt around his waist talking a bunch of shit every fucking this chance will, he can. Um, when we go to Raw, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about okay, Yeah, because I haven't seen it. This is new to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last match, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. Um, I'm going to come out and say it. This match was too short. And it was, it was very underwhelming, okay. in my opinion. It, I thought it was great until until the, the very end of it. Yeah, it I was ended. Like, Strowman should have ke- fucking kicked they out both of the looked, F5. They both looked strong still. Yeah. They both had more in them, and, but it just... It, it was started over. off... They, they yeah. didn't... I thought they were going to go fucking beefy, fast, dude, after, like at the beginning of the match, like just fucking going at each other. And yeah. the pace... Was slowed very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like they seemed both injured very fast, it which seemed, I get it. It was a very like slow build, but like it was a slow build to like a very short hill. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I rewatch like so like my first watching was like I was really into it, and then I realized like I watched it separated from the rest of the pay per view. Oh, it was almost okay. like I was like almost just like 
had no other wrestling in my mind right then to compare it to. Then I was like, yeah. oh, wait, like the storytelling and stuff that they did, I really liked, but it was, yeah, it was too short. Well, it was a very like, Heyman match. Yeah. Like, they're hitting their big move the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, choke slam, fucking, like, they kind of called back to the Goldberg match with the <clears throat> choke slam right off and him no song the takedown attempt. But, like, it never really got off. And then I don't mind the one at five. I kind of like that because it's like, hey, he hits this, it's fucking game over. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes almost a, like, don't get into that position. Yeah. Once you do, your toast. And so it kind of becomes a, like a point of psychology in the match that they can do for future matches. Um, until Roman eventually kicks out of it. It's a huge, like, oh my god. I know. I just, I just should have been Strowman. Did he kick out of any at WrestleMania 31? I'm sure he did. Like, I'm sure he's already kicked out of some. He did, but also Roman didn't, like, he... It took him a very long time to really sell from because he didn't like leave his feet for a while. Yeah, that honestly, that thirty-one match was fucking great. It was a really great match. Oh my god! But this match was underwhelming. The build for it was so good, and I think I just expected like almost like a Godzilla fight. That's just yeah. yeah. yeah for a month, even Paul Heyman's been like, this, this guy's a monster. A yeah. He's a monster. Like fucking, it's gonna be crazy. I I really loved like the storytelling of the like the Kimura lock. And then, like, Braun not... Basically, like, Braun should have won, but he... Like, his arm was destroyed. I love and, stuff like that. But I, it, it still was, like, just compacted too much into, like, a short match. If they were going to do a short match, they should have done a callback to one of Brock's UFC fights. It was against fighter Shane Carwin, who fucking beat the shit out of him for a whole round. Like, mercilessly, to the point where, like, they could maybe have called it. Like, he was killing him. And then second round starts off the exact same. Mm-hmm. And then the guy gasses himself out. And then um, Brock grabs a head and arm choke and chokes him out. They should have done that. Like yeah. where Braun is just like a thousand miles per hour, just fucking killing him, killing him, killing him, killing him, killing him. Hits his moves. One two kick out. You know stuff like that. Make it like a four. If you're gonna make it a short match, make it like a four minute match. And then all of a sudden, like Brock locks in like a choke or. A, Locks in a Kimura, and then it's like, fuck, he's so gassed, and he gave everything, and mm. I'd tap out, because then it'd be shocking. It'd be like, holy shit, Braun's a fucking beast, but he just got caught. He's inexperienced. Yeah. And then it makes Brock look like he's like, oh, fuck, how are you going to beat Brock? He can withstand anything. Yeah. Or even, like, do a ref stoppage, like, in a Kimura lock. Like, yeah, like Brock. Don't, can, don't make Braun tap out, but just, like, say, like, or even oh, like his a, arm is, like, out. Or even, like, a choke. Yeah. Like, it's fucking, like, because everybody knows, like, Brock was a UFC fighter. Fucking does, like, a rear naked choke or, like, a guillotine and just has him and has it locked in. And he's fucking purple and passing out and just dead and like we gotta stop this yeah, like, if they would've made like Braun pass out or something like that makes him almost like look like it can turn him baby face even more so than he yeah. is mm-hmm. and be like fuck this guy's so tough he was like he was bringing it to him he almost had him like, but, but he damn. just got caught by a talented UFC fighter yeah, yeah. bam god damn why aren't we booking <laughs> that <laughs> or have Brock do the Roddy Piper like piggyback ride choke just yeah. like him riding Braun around the arena. Yeah, and like him, him slamming him around, yeah, and then Braun still like just latches on and yeah. finally gets him to his knees, and like he doesn't fucking tap ever, but he just he just his body quits. Yeah. So I haven't seen Raw, but are they gonna? Do they tease that they're gonna keep pushing that Braun and Brock? No, no. Brock's, Brock's back in hiding. Yeah. yeah. Let's do a little quick rundown of the the bullet points of Raw. Uh, bullet Club was that Braun invaded it? <laughs> yeah. That was what? pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> They invaded Raw. It was cool. It was, it was just a callback. Like they parodied uh, DX invading WCW. It was really funny. That's on being the elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out that YouTube show. It's really funny. Um, let's see. Braun was on a warpath. Braun listened on a warpath. A little, little ticked off. Continued even after the show ended, apparently, which was pretty hilarious. That was sick. We'll go to the main scheme in a bit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dean fought Braun with one arm. Good match. It was really good so match. good. Dean is like, I fucking like trying right now. I love Dean right now. Hell yeah. Um, They said, you know, set up that Seth is going to answer the same call against Braun next week, which is pretty great. And then um, let's see what else happened. It started with Miz interviewing Roman. Roman Roman looking mad. Roman looking like a real, like, you know, I don't want to say it's about a lot of people, like a real fuck boy. Uh, (laughs) A little bit. Was he, he like, was he real proud of himself for beating? Yeah, Cena? well, then he was like, kind of like seemed like he was above everybody. He's like, oh man, those guys like the Mistrals, they should go get me a beer. I like beer fans. Like waited for like that like cheer for beer. Yeah, beer and, cheer. And it was just, it was dumb. Yeah. It was dumb. 
Uh, made him look like a dick. I didn't like him. Made him seem like smarmy and cocky, like thinking he's better than everybody. The Miz was like super passionate. Miz cut another really good promo. Yeah, and like saying like how hard he worked and how he's a fighting champion. He's a, like the guy holding up the brand. It's like goddamn Miz, you are fucking winning yeah. me over Miz every is fucking just week. Basically a baby face. Yeah, in my eyes right now. Yeah. Like the only thing that is heal about him is his work in the ring and that he uses the Miz Taraji. But like. Everything he says is true, and that's and I agree like, with. That's why people like him. That's why he's making that turn. Is because he's saying real shit. He's talking shit, which is always fun, mm-hmm. but he's not lying. Yeah. It's not like Enzo just spouting off shit. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's doing real. It's like, damn it, he's fucking right. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, speaking of Enzo, the main event of Raw was Enzo's celebration. Was it? <laughs> we'll get to that in a second, because uh, there was other stuff that happened. Okay. Wow. Um, Finn Balor had a match with Goldust, which yep. was whatever. Um, Goldust is still really good, by the way. Yeah. Crazy fit. I I'm still in disbelief. Uh, I, I honestly, I liked the match, and even though it wasn't a, um, should is uh, Finn sold a lot more than he should have, but also they sold that like he was just in a match before the night before. Yep. He got attacked in the backstage. Yep. And so it was like, okay, I understand why he sold. They are bringing up uh, Bray Wyatt's little fucking cutaway screen hit. And uh, I got the whole world in my hands, or his hands, or whatever. Oh, playing. that again. So, which I was. So I watched a like thirty-minute, like you know, raw like YouTube supercut of Raw because I just did not have three hours to give. And those supercuts frequently change up the uh, speed of it, so it's like up like one point five times the speed and the whole world in his hands was like a little chipmunk singing <laughs> and it made it even more hilarious and somehow less intimidating than the actual thing. So I really hope that they are doing kind of the what the tease and what I have been seeing online uh, bringing the Wyatt family together to fight against the club. Yeah, That'd be sick. Wild. The leader of the Bauer Club worldwide. I'd be sick. Now I'm talking about Enzo? So uh, <laughs> the main event was Enzo Amore, who throughout the whole show was begging Kurt Angle to have a championship celebration. Um, also was like, well, everybody hates me, so you guys got to get a fucking protection order. If they touch me, then they don't get a shot at the title. Mm-hmm. So he comes out and is like just fucking putting himself over to the fucking moon. People aren't digging him in as yeah. much anymore. Yeah. Because everybody keeps getting told by the announcers, by everybody, and the, like, the interviews and promos, like, oh, he's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of showing the real-life stuff where people think about Enzo backstage. They're putting it out. Yeah. So now people are saying, oh, yeah, he is annoying. Well, that stuff's not even hidden either, right? Because the, when he interrupted The Miz talking about the, the baby they're having, him and Maurice, like that's one of the things he said. He's like, no one likes you backstage. You can kicked off buses. Yeah, yeah well, they're, they're bringing that to the forefront, um, yeah. making yeah. it part of the TV. Like, and, it feels like a definite... Like, it better be an Enzo heel turn, like... Full on. I think it like, is. It's yeah. getting the crowd to turn on him like everyone else yeah. is already. And right. I think they're doing it almost on purpose. Yeah. yeah. So Neville came out. Um, the whole Cruiserweight division came out first. Yeah. And he fucking buries every one of them. And it's like, these guys are fucking so much better than you, Enzo. Yeah. yeah. Um, he buries like Rich Swan and um, Grand Metalik, Cedric Alexander. Like, he buries this whole division. And then Enzo, uh, Neville comes out. And starts cutting a promo. I was like, "Hey, you know, you nobody likes you here. You got left on two hundred five lives doorstep, mm-hmm. and we took you in." And he's like, "I don't know why you're talking about these guys. These guys actually accepted you and said it's okay to let you in." Yeah. And Enzo kind of backs like, "Oh well." Uh. And then they kind of go back and forth with Enzo kind of getting some lines in. He's like, "Where's your crown? Oh yeah, it's on my shoulder." And it's like, "Hey, I, I sell more merch. Like, I, my merch checks are bigger than your paycheck. Stuff like this." Yeah. And so um, Neville goes into the ring, and he's like, yeah, you can't touch me. I got this. I know you want the title. Well, if you touch me, you can't have the title, so get out of my ring. And Neville didn't give a fuck. Neville beats the shit out of him. Hell yeah. Throws him into his jersey that he retired. Yep. Yeah. Uh, himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, throws him into the wall, just like beats, beats the hell out of him. Stuffs the no contact order in his mouth, super kicks him. Show Hits over. A giant red arrow. Mm-hmm. Show over with the cruiserweight division and the fans cheering. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that's cool. He, he did one of those red arrows where he hits the red arrow and somersaults out of it onto his feet. Like it was insane. It, yeah. yeah. Then little bonus thing that WWE posted online. Like they posted this, so they advocate this. <laughs> and so um, 
Braun Strowman fucking comes out at randomly and the camera and the main camera. All the, the cruiserweight guys are still out there. All the cruiserweight guys are coming in. He goes in there and fucking murders Enzo. <laughs> First off, rips off his shirt. Yeah, he's wearing a Braun Strowman shirt, not his normal like Braun deep, Strowman's deep, not wearing the yeah the DPU yeah DPU shirt. He comes out bare chested. He yeah. rips off his Braun Strowman shirt he had. Yeah. Beats up Enzo, gets the crowd fucking going too. Like he's holding him up for his fucking big power slam. It's like getting the crowd all hyped, like throwing his hands in the air. People are going nuts. He kills Enzo with this power slam. Yep. Hits his face on the fucking thing. Um, then as he's leaving, he looks at all the cruiserweights almost like a fucking baby face and like, go get him. Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah. And yeah, so every awesome. one of the cruiserweights fucking hits and like their moves. And he divided into three cruiserweights. Yep. <laughs> three tiny bronze. <laughs> <laughs> then every cruiserweight hit like their him. big moves. Like, like they hit like giant super kicks. They hit... Fucking uh, Tony and he's hit that running fucking knee and he murdered Enzo. Yeah. Usually you can see where he pulls off and kind of like lets him kind of go with it. He put that right in his fucking cheekbone. Mm-hmm. Um, then they were cheering for um, like everybody was like, like oh cool. Like after hitting a bunch of moves and they set up for Mustafa Ali's uh, inverted 450, which is always super sick. Yeah. Drew Gulak playing true to his character on 205 Live was like, no, I can't let you do this. No fly zone. And then fine, they like everybody. They got everybody to chant, uh, start chanting "flight," which was really cool to see the crowd actually get into stuff that cruiserweights are doing. Fucking hits that inverted 450. Crowd goes crazy, and that's how you send the people home happy. Kill yep. fucking Enzo. And the whole time Enzo's just dead in the ring while yeah. everyone's. He, he had this look on his face like I know why this is happening, which yeah. is probably because his heat backstage. But he took everybody's moves, and everybody hit them stiff as fuck. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I love he that. He got he got moited. It was a really cool double turn. I'm pretty sure Enzo's now uh, Enzo Neville is now kind of I think the almost like the martyr of the cruiserweight division. Yeah, yeah. and I I th- hope they play off that. And Enzo's this cocky guy who thinks he's better than everybody there, and I think he's gonna end up getting his. And then I hope he gets fucking fired. Yep, I do. I'm too. getting real angry. At <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get into the Wrestle Boys Classic. Classic. Um, today we're gonna talk about. Sam Punk. Charles versus, Montgomery Punk. Versus Shibata. Um, it's hard. We had a big one. Let's let's talk pros. Uh, let's what's uh, what Shibata got? Um, Shibata is, was one of the best like strikers and just pro, like pro wrestlers. That headbutt. Headbutt's fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> he did, he fucked himself up with a headbutt. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, just uh, just him in general. I mean, his nickname was legitimately just the wrestler. Yeah. Also, his theme song was really funny. It's very strange. It takes three minutes to like really get going, and it's really soft and. It's like TLC no scrubs and do like a weird pop punk song. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense for his character, but um, he's unbelievable in the ring. He's put on some just unbelievable matches. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best strikers I've ever witnessed in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And CM Punk is the, in my opinion, the greatest mic worker we've ever known. Um, he's just yeah. He seems just like a badass. He's, he's good at wrestling, but everything looks a little sloppy, which mm. to me kind of works with what he was like. What he was, yeah. He was always rough around the edges. A he was a little quote unquote punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, he's definitely my favorite wrestler of all time. He's done so. He's had so many cool matches. He's so many cool promos that I still are always running through my head. Running through your head. And in the MMA land, Shibata does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shibata, Definitely. Shibata has actually won an MMA. Yeah. Um, don't get blocked again. Um, he just I mean, unblocked you. I don't think he did. I doubt it. The winner of this match goes on to, fe- goes on to face Lesnar. Um, All right. I mean... Well, seeing as Shibata has an MMA victory... But yeah, we're talking about wrestling. Though. I know, I know. But talking about wrestling. Think about, think about uh, how you'd hype that match up. It'd be fun, oh, Derek. It'd be, so good. It'd be fun. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm just one guy. I just can't say these words. It's hard. I pick Shibata. Me pick Shibata. Uh, Zach. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Shibata. I'm going, going with, with, I'm going with Punk. That we, hurt. Are you seen, doing that? That hurt I, me I, to I think it's mostly just we've seen Punk versus Lesnar. I've seen Punk versus Lesnar. I love that match. 
Um, I'm going with Punk because what he did in 2011 and really resurged wrestling. Yeah. He really brought it to kind of a different level. He made it cool again. He made it like mainstream again. Um, he fucking brought it to a different crowd. When you See, can stand toe to toe with one of the greatest mic workers in the world, who's The Rock, yeah. who is a fucking global star, like the fucking highest paid actor in fucking Hollywood right now. Yeah. And he goes in there toe to toe and he fucking delivers a line like, you know, your arm's just too short to box with God. And he's like, fuck, like The Rock doesn't have anything to say that. He took everything The Rock was able to do. And as he, as Punk put it, you know, your tired, lame-ass shtick. Yeah. And he fucking turned it on him, and he fucking turned it up. He worked He worked the rock into a fucking blown-up, just heaving mess, mm-hmm. the two matches they had. Yeah. He had a fucking instant five-star classic with John Cena at Money in the Bank 2011. He had many great matches against Daniel Bryan in his championship run. Um, he helped put Ryback on the map. Um, he got, he did. Unfortunately, he did. But that right, that Ryback run was sweet. His other matches with John Cena were great, and then the match he has the last good match the Undertaker ever had. Um, I'm, going, already, I'm going with CM Punk. I already regret what I said because I feel like I'm going to throw up for disrespecting Mr. Punk. I'm going. I'm. You're taking, taking it back. Yeah, because taking so it back. This taking was, it all. This back. is my reasoning. Like, um. Is Punk going to beat Lesnar? Shibata has a chance against Lesnar. But you know what? Fuck it. CM Punk has a chance against Lesnar, too. It's the best versus the beast. Part D. (laughs) I feel better now. Yeah. You look happier now. (laughs) That was hard for me to say. Well, I'm going with Shibata, so I don't... That's... We got two Shibatas and two Punks. Oh, no. We're also talking about the reason I watch wrestling is Punk. His favorite wrestler for a while was Punk. And then two people who didn't grow up during the punk era. Also, he blocked me on Twitter. I'm still going for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say something. Maybe he's CM Punk. I'm down to go. It honestly goes back just to the mic work. So if we're going wrestling alone, Shibata yeah. will win. Yeah. But it's that mic work. It's his overall body I mean, of work. And also, uh, Shibata, when he left wrestling initially, he kind of like, he cut his own career. A bit short mm-hmm. uh, when he went into MMA to like what could have been. Yeah, and also like his his time in Noah as well is a lot more forgotten. After then, he did go back to New Japan, just like it was forgotten. So he did never reach the heights that he could have. Whereas Punk reached higher than anybody ever could have thought for CM Punk, except for CM Punk and Paul Heyman. And Paul Heyman. Yeah. Who thinks he should have 17 to like 35 <laughs> world titles right yeah. now? <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so Punk, Punk moves on. <sighs> Bless whatever God you believe in. Um, <laughs> None. <laughs> We're talking about Punk. Are we talking about the God man? <laughs> All right. CM Punk is the guy that, like, if you were a freshman with him in college, he'd be like, Y'all heard, heard of atheism? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're drinking a beer. Well, I'm straight edge, which means I'm better than Wake you. Wake up, sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we got Punk and Lesnar in the the final eight. Fuck yeah, great match, buddy. Um, Next week, we're going to talk about what I like to call Rockamora. Nick, 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 Oh, hi, Daryl. Um, yeah, that's going to do it for us today. Yeah, kind of got, got in and got after it. Yeah. Efficient. Um, check out our Audible stuff. AudibleTrial.com slash Russell Boys. Guys, please help support us. Um, essentially, I help keep this free. It means help keep it free for us. Yeah. Anytime you sign up for that free 30-day free trial, gives us 15 bucks, which then will give it's, us a free month of service. It's a month of service. And then yeah. all the tests of this, it's, it's very easy to uh, do it mm-hmm. and then cancel it. it, yeah. it and honestly, it's, it's, for it. it's, it's a dope service anyway. Here's yeah. book. I know, so, yeah. I, I ended up getting kind of reeled in because you're like, okay, you can do like, I'm gonna cancel this, and then you're and like, like, shit, it's working on me. Shit, I want to read the books. And then they're like, they're like, why are you canceling? And I picked the option like, I'm never gonna use this. And they're like, well, how about this? We give you three months at seven dollars. Guess what? <laughs> and we'll give you three months at seven dollars, and then we'll go up to fourteen. So I was like, look, I can do that. <laughs> Only seven bucks. You gonna credit me a book every month? I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you're it's, going on tour soon. Gotta, I gotta listen to gotta books. Oh, honestly, books. great for long drives. Sometimes when you listen to music, like you know how long each songs are, so it's like you can feel the time. You just get lost in a story. Yeah, yeah. 
beautiful. Get lost in the Daniel Bryan book. Get yeah. lost in the Bret Hart book. Get lost in the death of WCW. Yeah. AudibleTrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Help keep this free. All right, you want to unplug some stuff or should we just get out of here? Fucking get out of here! Huh? All right, follow us, like, rev- like, like, review, and subscribe. Uh, we are at Russell Boys Cast on the Twitter machine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At Genuine Russell Boys on Instagram. Yes. Uh, Russellboyscast.com. Yep. Email us at Russell Boys at Russellboyscast.com. Send us your suggestions. Send us some suggestions. Send us stuff you want to hear. Yeah. About the world and the fringe of wrestling and dog pics. Send us. Dong pigs? Dogga. I'm pretty Dunga. sure you said dog pigs. I'm dog. Pretty sure you said, hey, Seth Rollins, send me that dong pig. Yo, send me that dong pig. I'd look at that dong. It's on the internet. <laughs> it's very easy to if you'd like to. You, oh. Even if you don't want to, I saw it. Right. Shout out Seth Rollins. Uh, follow me at Duck Shirt. Yeah. I'm at Wrestle Drums. If you are in Boise and you're here on Friday the 29th, uh, come to the Olympic venue. And yeah. Come hang out with me and watch band play rock and roll and I love you <laughs> <laughs> or if you're elsewhere too come go see come, you guys come to town well oh that's true Cat, uh, if you go to our Facebook page there's a, a a flyer of the all the places we're gonna be playing here the next week we will post from the Wrestle Boys uh, yeah. feed uh, all the dates that Matt will be out and about on yeah. the West Coast, help Play. support his other passion. Support music that we need. Support art. Support local stuff. Support people coming around and doing what they fucking love. Yeah. You know, talk wrestling with them. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk wrestling fucking elsewhere. Let's, I love you guys. Yeah, I love you. I guess <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Kayfabe Dad. Yeah, yeah, I'm at Kayfabe Dad on Twitter and at My Chemical Dad Dance on Instagram. Best name. At Blue Gazi on uh, Instagram and at. What's your... Is it Oster yeah, Coaster, Coaster Coaster? Coaster. Dancing yep. X Derek. On MySpace. At, at Dancing X Derek. And I'm at Duck Shirt. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. WrestleBoys316 says, National Anthem, don't even slap. Shout out Vince Naples. <laughs> <laughs>